Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Hey, that was a perfect start. Getting better. Yeah. You know, and Savon has been having a rash, rash of uh, issues. With his Wi-Fi? Yeah. Well, not with his Wi-Fi, with the whole with technology and everything. Oh, like his audio, I meant. Not his yeah. Wi-Fi, his audio. Yeah. And then um, on the podcast, he was, um, it was a podcast he did with the guy that uh, broke his neck mountain biking. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. And he's at... Uh, Savon podcast. I'm gonna. I, I want to look up his name so people know who he is. And I apologize for not having it and not knowing it um, because I'm kind of lame that way. It's and that's where I wonder. Like, is is the early? Maybe Tim knows. Yeah. Morning, Tim. Who do I know? <laughs> How's my sound? Terrible. Does my sound good. Can you hear me? Can yeah. You hear me now? Um. No. no br- can you bring him up? He's oh wait, it says mute. Hang on. I was gonna say it sounds like it's coming from his computer. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, in your settings, Tim, um, ch- choose your new microphone because it's, oh. it's it's right yeah. now. It's just coming from your computer. It's coming from your computer. Okay. So Sierra says settings. I have system preferences, or maybe settings in the thing. In Streamyard. Settings in Streamyard. See the little is the mic hooked up to your computer though? It's hooked up to the computer. It has a little power. That's a good start. That's a good start. So then you want to go into this the the settings on Streamyard and um, choose the audio you want to use. So what was cool too is uh, Savon had this. uh, So one of his producer came. Oh, I do. I I did see that he was in his bed, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but he. Um, um, How's that? Way better. Way better. Way better. Let me bring you yes. here a little bit. Go give me a couple tests. Couple tests. Yeti blue microphone. Get the uh, sponsor in there. You know, got to get the. Where's your monster? <laughs> Does he have it? Uh, that's great. Um, like with Savant's show is so random. Well, that it's random, it's but constantly it's, varied. But it's just it's constantly nice. varied. Yeah. So J- James Sharnick, okay, um, was the guy. James Sharnick. He's the manager at uh at this CrossFit over in the Valley. Um, and he broke his neck mountain biking. So he was, he made a trip with his buddies up to, um, um, I think it's Big Bear. Mm. They have it um, at CrossFit Clovis. Mm-hmm. A Certus Crossfit, I'm sorry, Certus Crossfit. I apologize. Certus Crossfit. In, in Clovis. Yeah. And, and I would highly recommend if you, if you, is go watch the Savon podcast. Um, it's the affiliate series and it was streamed uh, two days ago. Yvonne and I watched it last night. So, first of all, this guy, um about five years ago it was 2017 so six years ago um came into the crossfit gym at 525 pounds what wow six five two and 525 pounds wow lost uh 200 pounds became a coach and now manages that gym 
And then he's gotten into all kinds of outdoor activities, including mountain biking, mountain biking, downhill mountain biking. And it was kind of a fluke thing. He was, they'd, they'd done a bunch that of That still stuff. puts him at like 300 pounds. Yeah, he is. But he, dude, he's six. He's um, a big guy. Yeah, he's six, seven. Oh, okay. He's a big guy. And he's, and he's former athlete. He's a football player and uh, track and field. So he did uh, discus and shot put. He moves well. And uh, but yeah, you're right, Timmy. He's uh, he's still at 300 pounds. He said it, and then uh, although he's, I think he's under that now because he's been hospitalized mm-hmm. with as a quadriplegic atrophied. Oh my gosh! So it's it's it, the guy. He's a phenomenal guy, and the story is amazing. You get into the story, and and again, I, it's on the Savon podcast. James Sharnick. Um, the episode is well. It's with his. It's it's a Savon's uh, affiliate series podcast. So it's um, like seven episodes back from two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I want to have coffee with Savan and tell him man, maybe reduce the amount of content and it's it's unbelievable. He works. He's working his ass off producing yeah. his content. Um, but uh, it like again for this one, it like got buried. It was, it was difficult for me to just now find it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, James uh, was mountain biking with his friends. Front tire on a, one of his later runs in the day. Uh, front tire hit a hit a rock. They go over. Um, yeah, he he went on. He went over, but to the side, like off to the side, and hit a an outcropping head first. Couldn't didn't have time to put his hands up, so hit the head outcropping head first. He did not shatter any vertebrae, which is an amazing that that didn't happen it didn't sever the spinal cord but what it did is it compressed all the vertebrae in his neck so he's had to have surgery Uh to to relieve tension in his neck and it's gonna and he's he has movement in all his fingers and toes um but not functional movement and so in those types of cases and this guy there's a gofundme out there for him um and uh but in in those types of cases it can take a year to five years and some in some cases they there is no recovery of functional use hmm. he said his doctors told him crossfit you know again saved his life because he had so much yeah. you know, muscular structure and he was so athletic and he was able to it took him took him an hour to get him out from where he was to the what, like airlifted out yeah well he went to went to a a four-wheeler they they hiked him to a four wheeler on a stretcher. Then on the four wheeler, they brought him down to a waiting ambulance Fuck. in the parking lot. And then they drove down. All in all, it took him two hours to get to the hospital, I think. And then he had emergency surgery immediately. Fascinating story. Here's here's the the, the dilemma this guy has. It, you, you, you listen to just like, can this get worse? Yeah, it can get worse. So he got bed sore mm-hmm. um, on his tailbone. He has literally exposed tailbone. Because bed sores is is brutal, and, it, and it's not something you can heal. He had to go in and have surgery on the bed sore to kind of clean up the dead tissue. Yikes! And then you have to—it's a slow healing process. You can't just heal immediately. So anyway, that's uh, James Sharnick. I think Susan and, agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there he is. By the way, Matt, if you do or maybe create more channels. Like a <laughs> playlist or something. Yeah, uh, Matt's also in charge of. Uh, um, he's the a an assistant engineer for Dave Castro's <laughs> podcast. Okay, he's taking it all on. <laughs> he helped us get it started. 
and I it's the, the most hilarious thing ever. So I watched Dave's Week in Review, which is good. By the way, you listen to Dave's Week in Review. By the way, mm-hmm. if you want a kind of inside scoop on what's going on at CrossFit and what they're thinking, watch Dave's in Week in Review. It's super brief. It's like 20, yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. It's his his interchange with his comments are hilarious yeah. with people that comment. He reads every comment, nasty or not. He's very honest. Yeah. <laughs> to his responses. And then he, uh, but last night I was watching last night. I'm like, what, what, what the? F-? He keeps hitting the mic, and you hear the dude. You hear this? Oh <laughs> yeah. When he hits the mic, I'm like, what? what's his microphone he's got and i look down and you look at the bottom of the screen you can see the outline of his headset so it's a headset mic with the mic yeah refuses to wear the headset so he turns the headset and sets the headset (laughs) in front of him with the microphone up and you can see it in the video it was the funniest damn thing so what a caveman yeah (laughs) jeez modernize come on dave look at that nice mic Yeah. send matt the link right, send right. matt the link so, and uh and and he can just make it show up at dave's place yeah so i so uh matt i sent tim because tim's been on a couple times and it always sounds like crap so i sent him that mic as a hint maybe he just didn't like the content <laughs> well, maybe the content was crappy <laughs> <There's that. laughs> jokes were just aren't as funny anymore well, if you stop getting invites to this podcast, uh, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, you'll know. Here's your sign. Yeah, here's your sign. Um, the uh, w- so anyway, getting into uh, what I wanted to talk about today because uh, I I want to with 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 when Tim comes on, it's great because then we can talk about like current events, news, stuff in the CrossFit world because he's always got he'll have something to say. And, and it's in and half the time, like I'll, I'll call him up thinking, okay, I got an ally here. He'll understand my point of view. <laughs> and then he fires back opposite. Yeah. And he'll get, he'll get on board with me and we'll laugh and we'll joke. And then I, yeah. And then he, then he, he has a retort for my opinion and which I, you know, th- doesn't always make me feel comfortable. I hang up the phone, c- phone sometimes just dissatisfied. I'm like, fuck, I was hoping like calling <laughs> oh an ally, get an ally and get a laugh. And I know I get no laugh. I get a retort and then I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> so today's subject is the, um, the new, and everybody, that's so funny how that you watch barbell spin and, and yeah. morning chalk up compete yeah to announce stuff and, I, and i'm really sure they're back and forth I, I feel like there's like a room of like four people in each place and they're all high-fiving each other yes we got the scoop like it's like you know cbs versus you know nbc yeah, yeah. or wall street journal versus the new york times or yeah. something yes and the whole the crowd breaks out yes we got the scoop nike's we get to break nike's launching <laughs> nike strength nike strength uh equipment body or uh, strength training equipment barbells and plates and jump ropes and some other gear i just want to know are they going to make it here in the u.s or are they going to go no. to china <laughs> yeah that's the first thing Tim said. makes it trash yeah. build some gym equipment that's the first thing tim said any He's- company that any of those big companies that like it, this is not their jam it, it never works out it's always just they just slap a a brand on it it's like uh well name any like uh aftermarket right, parts company mm-hmm. right oh, well yeah. like think like oh, car oh, parts right so car like part. you're like you know we have the the sprinter right and so it's like okay there's one guy owl vans he's up in northern california some things they design and they build themselves but then a lot of stuff i mean one company comes out with it and they slap their brand on it. Mm-hmm. But then you go to another California adventure vans down in SoCal and they've got 
the exact same product with their brand on it. So they're just, you know, they're just grabbing, you know, whoever. I mean, you can't, you really think that Nike's going to put a lot of effort into designing stuff. No, and like they, they're going to have you know, barbell designers and testers, right? It's going to be like, yeah. you know, come on. It's going to be like the functional equipment that we had at DFE. Oh, yeah. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, but or I like, think- uh, remember the, um, or, you know, I was, I was going to send you the link. Uh, in response, my only response was going to be the link about when Nike stopped making golf clubs, right? Because like when they realized like some people really like their yeah. golf clubs, but in, I think it was 2016 they stopped making them because they're like, just the money's just not there for them. Well, it's yeah. not there. Well, that's right. It's not there for them. Didn't get enough momentum in the market. Yeah. Yeah. So, and here's the thing that I think both. Um, <laughs> that was good. The here's the thing that I think uh, it, that barbell spin missed and morning chocolate spin because they both took it as like CrossFit or Nike's trying to make a play. Rogue is in danger. Well, no, no, it, but there, there was Nike's trying to make a bit bigger entree into the CrossFit market. Got it. Yeah, and I and I don't think that I personally think that's kind of an afterthought. First of all, they're using their they're going to use their athletes to promote this gear, which is fine. That's what I would, would yeah. do if I was them too, right? You got these big dollar athletes that you're paying, um, but I think it's more. I think it's a actually a real positive sign um, for CrossFit in general, meaning that Nike recognizes the demand for strength training mm-hmm. because we I've seen it here at Diablo. We've had people are coming in and they're doing a tour, and they're saying. I, I want to get stronger. I need to strength train. And they didn't used to, people didn't used to say that. I mean, we, it, it's all literally almost a hundred percent of people that come in with no CrossFit experience say I need to do strength training. Yeah. And it's, and you see it in the media. There are a lot, there's a lot more articles surrounding strength training, the importance of strength, tra- strength training is something I think that came a little bit out of the pandemic, but then there's also been a ton of data uh, re- uh, research that has been published as well because I, you know, refunnel that stuff through my email um, is that strength training, the value of strength training with mm-hmm. respect to weight loss, with respect to cognitive function, with, this, with respect to longevity, especially. And so I think Nike, all they're trying to do is this is a branding effort to try and position themselves as a participant or a knowledgeable expert in the strength space and they'll sell more sh- i you know look ultimately at the end of the day nike sells shoes mm-hmm. and they'll sell strength training shoes do you think we might see like a nike invitational like man. a rogue invitational because i mean man. maybe they're going to make a run at the the competition level and i mean if they got the backing and the finance do i do i think they'd do it Yeah, but are you going to hire that many people other than you know is it i don't know my thought was would be it's it's such a niche thing and there's so many mm-hmm. only so many people that actually know how to do a good competition when it comes to that right like you know what it's like i mean you go to somebody that has never run a comp you know like a local even a local comp yeah. how hard is that you guys know how hard that is to run mm-hmm. you know yes, sir. like rogue just makes it look easy right i mean that's it's the same as like uh running the gym when yeah. people think oh well, you know I could stand up there and just tell people what to do, (laughs) you know, like, well, how hard is coaching a class, you know? And then all of a sudden you're in charge of 15 people with 15 different, you know, barbells and 15 different levels of, you know, ability. And 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the zombie has entered the chat. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> Maybe. Well, they're down there to get the depth on the squats, I guess. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this this podcast has already gone off the rails. Oh my god, it um, it, it certainly. I don't think in terms of a competition. I could, you know the only way I would see them doing a competition is if they change the format of the competition to include other other athletes, right? So where you get like a maybe it's a combination high rocks. Mm. Um, and try to blend it all together. High rocks NFL combine CrossFit competition. Because really, it would just be a matter of them trying to show off their equipment, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, no, show off their brand and their shoes, yeah, it, right? Uh, yeah, that's, yes, yeah. the Nike equipment, apparel. Yeah, their their merchandise. Their merchandise. The stuff they might. Merchandise. I mean, you know, and they might try it. I w- I'll say this: I wouldn't be surprised to see them try it, and then yeah. it'll stop because they'll realize just how hard it is. It's a, you know, it's right. the same as with. And they're going to, cause I've, I swear I've seen it. Like, you know, we get me and Craig, Jamie, I don't know if you get these, the, uh, what's that athlete tech or whatever, that newsletter email yeah, that we I get like multiple it, times yeah. a week. And it's like, Oh, Hey, so, I'm, you know, this celebrity's investing in this trash, you know, piece of right. equipment. Oh, this one's investing in this or what, you know, Oh, here's the next new thing. Here's this franchise that's failing. Oh, but now all these, this franchise is going to do great. Oh, they have a hundred locations, you know, and you're like, and CrossFit has how many, you know, like, you know, they have no chance. Right. So it's like, well, you understand them. They're going to try to have like some celebrity programmer or something like that. And you're going to be like, okay, but LeBron James doesn't know how to, you know, design a program. So he's not really doing it. But again, it, it, I think f- what the, to, to Tim's point, it would be a one-time thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. Like I, there, there, there's no, Return, more of a there's no long-term return on the investment yeah. for that for that amount of investment and, and and that holds true with the equipment business as well the um one one of the things <laughs> that is all right Kilo, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. these are good these I'm comments good. are great yeah this, is good. <laughs> this podcast you know i just wanted to have a nice fun discussion <laughs> Yeah. Not when Monster Energy drinks comes in the show. So, but, but yeah. Business, so, so, so Diablo early on, we got into the equipment business for not because we wanted to compete with Rogue or anything like that. We needed to do it in order to maintain our uh, location in Pleasant Hill because we so were loophole. our area. Yes, yeah, loophole. Our area, our uh, light industrial area, was not zoned for fitness business. So we said, okay, we're going to sell fitness equipment. Would that be okay? And they said yes, and they limited us to a limited amount of space for quote research and development which was our gym Mm. which was our bread and butter so but but what we found out so we brought in equipment right Mm. we used sourced equipment and we started selling equipment and what we quickly realized is once people buy a barbell they don't come back and buy another barbell for a long long time yeah i haven't bought a barbell in years right many years exactly I'm getting an echo. Is that uh, you? You turn turn yours. I don't know. I didn't change anything. I didn't touch anything. I think it's coming from his computer. Oh, okay. Oh, because that's that's why he doesn't have a headset on. That's why he's got to get a headset. It's a little tiny bit of an echo. Not bad. 
Yeah, if you turn your volume on your computer down. Yeah, just keep your volume on your computer it's, down. A it's bit. the uh, audio, like when we talk. Now you want me to have a headset? Good grief. <laughs> okay, Dave. One step at a time. So, but but the point being that Nike makes a ton of money on shoes because there's constant turnover. So yeah. people buy one pair of shoes, they get a second set, they buy collector shoes and they buy multiple shoes. They People buy shoes, they turn them over every three, four, I don't know what their average customer turnover is, but it's very high, right? Mm -hmm. See, and, it, and it's high margin business. With barbells and equipment, you buy it once mm -hmm. and you keep it you forever. expect it to last I for have a long barbells, time. I have barbells here in Diablo that we bought back in 2009 when we first moved yeah. in here and they're still out there and they're doing great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, I have some of the first, I have first bar, right? barbells, you know, before they had end caps. Yeah, yeah. They had different construction. I still have them. They're, they're great. So especially if you take care of them. So that business in and of itself is not, uh, does not align well in terms of business structure for Nike. So I, so I find it hard to believe that it's going to be a, like Tim said, I think it's one of those things where they do it for a few years and realize, oh crap. Like we got a lot of this stuff sitting in a warehouse or in shipping containers out back. And, you know, people, you know, once you sell to every one of your Nike customers, they aren't coming back and buying more tomorrow just because you change the color of the barbell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a different, it's a different business. I, I see it as a marketing ploy on their part to position themselves as uh, a, credible source for apparel in the strength training area mm -hmm. right now strength training i think is dominated by under armor um and probably the you know the uh, I, i'm not sure who the other people are in that space nike romello's reebok reebok maybe but i think tier tier is a big one yeah in strength training though well i mean they've got the the, the wide toe box with their, uh, that, their oh, new that's lifters. right yeah 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 that's right interesting nike is the opposite of that I, I i just i think it's a i think it's a marketing ploy to establish themselves as the leader in the strength training space because they see the growth of strength training mm -hmm. and the other thing is i you know they're selling a, they're gonna sell a bunch of pelotons yeah they're they're gonna well, they're gonna they're gonna, well, they're gonna the, get in they're gonna get every in everybody's garage yes yeah. that's the equivalent and, of what they're trying to do that's right you know right. the rogues play is gonna be great because what they're just gonna continue to hammer the american-made you know and quality sourcing jobs everything just like you know origin is blowing up right with you know american man textile manufacturing and things like that i'm sure it's only a matter of time before uh rogue starts carrying uh origin jeans yeah i you know and, uh, is it, i don't i don't think rogue's nervous i think rogue is paying attention um, in sure. my estimation they pay i would pay attention yeah. i'd be like why not yeah right they pay attention like ooh, this you know this is something to to yeah. watch but I think for the in the long run, it's going to be really good for Rogue. Yeah, it's my, in my opinion. Yeah. And we'll, all right, what else? What do you got? Um. So, oh yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, your weekly email. Uh, oh, my email. You started a weekly email too. I and, did. Oh boy. It's all the rage. Yeah. <laughs> it took me fourteen years. I resisted. <laughs> I resisted. So, yeah, if you go to my <laughs> sounds familiar. If you go to the Diablo website, you can see our weekly email because I put it on a. It becomes a blog post too. Yeah. Hint, Tim. That's a hint. Oh, okay. So I take my email and I just literally post to somebody as the Paste blog post for yeah. that week. I might have and, that feature. I'll, I'll look. And then um, it 
in, but it is popular. I've got Diablo now has almost 5,000 people on this mailing list. These are members, old members, people that came and did a comp here. Anyone I just gathered mm-hmm. the, I just happened to gather their email addresses. I didn't, it wasn't like purposeful. I wasn't thinking, Oh, I got to get their data. Yeah. It was something we did as part of the waiver process yeah. for anybody that came through here. Well, as a result, now I have all that data. And so then I did use it. I sent out my email and, and, and a number of people unsubscribed, but, but still every week I get, you know, I send out like 4,600 emails and we get a 54% open rate. Um, and it's structured. So for affiliates, I, you know, I just, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is I do the email and there's times when it's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm like, gosh, well, like when you're on vacation at the games. <laughs> yeah. When I'm on vacation at the games. <laughs> and I'm thinking, is it worth it? Is like, is this doing anything for me and my community? And then I'll, you know, and then I'll get emailed every, every once in a while. Like usually every week I get, get one, to, one to two people who say, Hey, really appreciate what you said. Hey, thanks for sending that. And my structure for the email format, my, and, and then I'll attend talk, but mine is I, I have a little editorial section in the beginning where I just kind of give my thoughts of the week, whatever, whatever's top of mind for me. Like it's literally whatever's top of mind for me when I sit down and start to rate the email. There's a couple of days during the week where I'll be like, I don't know, walk with my dogs. I'll think, oh, I should put that in my email and I'll yeah. will to make a note and do that. And then I publish our workouts for the week. Yep. That's how it really started. I just wanted mm-hmm. to put out it's our workouts daily, for the weekly week. workouts. And then I put, then I've thrown in a couple other things like my obnoxious tweet of the week. And then I also put in there stuff that I'm reading, like or research reports, because, you know, that stuff comes up on my feed and mm-hmm. I, you know, check news every day. And I, you know, there's some really cool stuff that comes up and I, you know, I, I'll throw stuff in there that, you know, maybe he's a little edgy uh, related to the pandemic, especially, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of try to push the envelope a little <laughs> through bit through the in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, that. that is what I maybe <laughs> I was most jealous of is that what, you were able to push limits. Yeah. I mean, we, we were on the same page so early, but which is why we connected and, um, you know, cause I probably saw what you were doing and I was like, dude, what are you doing here? What are you doing this? And then that just kicked it all off. But I think, but you had conditioned your populace to be able to withstand your stances and your uh, leadership. And I was like, crap, like, I don't have that. Like, you know, like they're, they're with me, but maybe not to that degree. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I probably, and I, and I made excuses to say say that it's because as an affiliate owner, these are the things we think about. And I was going to get into the politics thing because I, when I, before I put stuff out like that, I'm like, Hmm, it's kind of mixed, mixed crowd, right? Right. Tim has had, Tim has had people cancel his gym. Yeah. His canceled memberships at his gym because of, you know, probably his viewpoints. Me too. We've had, we've had members leave us because of our, a particular position, but I'm always open to great, dis- to, to honest, debate. thoughtful debate. And I have had those honest, thoughtful debates with people that disagree with puts and they, and they turned out great and actually built better relationship with those individuals. It's a healthy thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's a, a, you know, and, and they've made points. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, you know, shit. You're something you're right. Yeah. And I learned something. How else are you going to get a different perspective on stuff? Yeah. So, but anyway, my point on one of the point of bringing it up too is this email I send out, and it takes me um, three hours a week, three hours of combined work to to send that out. Four if I fuck around and get down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Tim shows up and interrupts you. Yeah, Tim shows up and interrupts me. 
Um, but it, it, I think where I saw the results from that email was after the pandemic. Yeah. When people started coming back. Yeah. And they told me I was reading your email. It just made me want to come back. It's, and it keeps them connected to the community. Yeah. So every gym that's older than you know three years has a list of people that aren't coming to your gym anymore because they moved out. Whatever life changes they had or reasons for leaving. But this is a way to stay connected with them. And I think that was where Tim had some immediate success when he started his weekly email, which admittedly is pretty damn good and actually i'm a little bit jealous because it's a little bit briefer and to the point he's mm. he's better at getting <laughs> he's better at getting to the point than i am um and it's the same kind of format so you already had you've already added i've been saving up for 14 years <laughs> i got plenty to say yeah you prove he's trying to figure out how to consolidate it all right <laughs> i am i well i just i'm trying to assist i'm still kind of building out a system like uh so we program like, I don't know if you have like a plan each week, but for me, what I'm trying to do is, so we run on a four week strength cycle. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm thinking like, I don't want the same email topic to be showing up uh, for during each coordinated strength cycle. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking yeah. like, okay, so maybe I do a five week rotation in um, the email, right? Like as far mm -hmm. as like, what's the emphasis? Mm -hmm. And I think the, one of the biggest things that I want to do that I realized, like I said, I, I was totally jealous and I give all the credit to Craig because, uh, well, as far as like what he's been able to do is curating mm -hmm. your audience, right? Curating and, and really um, uh, stewarding and tending to the membership and potential membership and former membership and the really um, – you know, build that relationship. Cause then when you have that, then you can, you can like, you can be an influence. Right. And you can say like, Hey, this, and you communicate, right. Um, you know, the values that you hold, but then the values for the gym too. So, um, you know, I've, I've got it like on a whiteboard over here, like for us, and I haven't even totally flushed it all out, but I'm thinking like, the first one was like right at our 14 year anniversary. So I was like, okay, here's our, okay, we're going to talk about CFPA history. Right. So like mm -hmm. kind of like, and I'm, but I'm going to keep coming back. It's not going to be every week, but it's going to be like every five weeks. It's like, oh, okay, here's a lesson. Here's an event. Here's something that we did. Here's, you know, whatever. Right. Like kind of like a throwback. Uh, I have this, one of my favorite quotes from Patrick Bed David is culture eats strategy for breakfast. Right. So like, OK, here's the culture of our gym, you know, uh, maybe even the culture of CrossFit. Right. Because, again, a little bit of history. But again, it's I look at it as uh, one of my uh, former members, kind of a mentor. He was like we were eating or drinking coffee and he's like, you know, use the opportunity to teach the members. Right. Like teach them, tell them what, you know what's going on, why you're doing it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And because um, people appreciate that, you know, because mm -hmm. it's, it's something different. It's not their job. I, uh, the, the I want to do like a member spotlight. I think this week will be more of like a CrossFit, like in general lesson, you know, like I, that's kind of maybe I think what the direction I want to go with it. Yeah. It'll be like, you know, yeah, I'll address like current event type things, but Just let it evolve as time moves on too. Yeah. The, I, one of the things that that and Corey pointed it out is 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 encouraging 
your members to think for themselves. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we do here at CrossFit that is unique to any fitness methodology, and I've told people this many, many times, if you leave here and you're still doing CrossFit, my work is done. Yeah. I've like I've, I've accomplished something where you you've developed a a fitness strategy that will benefit you for the rest of your life. That's really what CrossFit gyms do. And if you and if you ever quit a CrossFit gym, you tell me yeah, I'm still doing CrossFit doing it in my garage, you'll make the owner happy. Yeah. Cuz they'll know that you know you've taken your fitness and your health seriously. We've gotten them to be independent to 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 do fitness on their own. And similarly, you know, with respect to, to thinking is I want my members to, to also take in information around them and formulate their own opinion. And then my opinion is always up for, to, to be challenged. When you say like kind of teaching them to think for themselves, yeah, just, just thinking of that just kind of popped in my mind. Why, why not, share the, the the pdf with new people is like the what is fitness you know so they can kind of really dive into it and and understand it from from the crossfit and then they can get their own perspective when they come and visit us here so we send out an email um for every new member that joins uh -huh. and that email has a list of resources Res okay is that and on in, there yeah that oh, is okay, one of perfect. the that's one of the links on the resource perfect. As well as to our apps and how to, mm -hmm. you know, how to use everything, get everything. But it, but you make a good point. And I think that's not actually not a bad idea is to have a, a PDF of that. Yeah. Just to hand to people. Yeah. Keep because, it at the front desk, you know. I guarantee you when that email comes, hey, welcome to Diablo. And there's like six links on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they don't read it. Right behind yeah, you. They are. They nice are, to do that. They are, <laughs> they are reading it. That's, it's an automatic email. The thing right behind you, what is it? Right. Yeah. Like, what is CrossFit? That, that was something that I always use as a resource. Like when, whenever we had somebody new come into yeah. the gym, it's like, Hey, let's, let's break this down versus having to write it all up on the board. It's, it's a nice little like go to as a reference. That's good. I can actually get that. In the um, yeah. I'll, 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 cause he, he commented a couple of times. So Corey mentioned like, yes, you know, screw the folks that left. But I think the other thing too, is like, it's a good check just to make sure that like your heart's in the right place and what you're saying, you know, um, like for one, I could say there was a there was one in particular, and I thought it. The, well, here's the other thing: I've definitely learned over 14 years. Don't predispose yourself to thinking who's going to be the next like 10 year member, right? Yeah. Because like you're going to be way off. Because like people will come in, maybe they even have experience, they love the gym, they're saying all the right things. You're like, oh, this is going to go great. This person's super cool. They're from Michigan also, like we get along. And then um, I sent out an email during, you know, COVID stuff. And I wasn't near as, uh, I think in a year and a half, I sent maybe six, five or six uh, emails, just kind of like, hey, here's the status. Here's what's up. Here's what's going on. And, um, and, and just kind of reaffirming maybe my resolve and kind of assuring folks like, hey, like, because of you, like, we're not going anywhere. And the statement that I made, apparently, because he, he didn't tell me directly, and I had to have one of my coaches had to track him down and whatever, is because um, I made a statement that Gavin Newsom was not going to shut down our business. And I will, like, come hell or high water, like, I'm not going to let that happen, right? Like, and I'll fight against that. 
And this person took offense that I was getting political. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like political. I'm like, I'm, I'm fighting for my family here, yeah. you know, and yeah. like, we need to like put food on the table and pay rent for the gym and for my house and for everything. And like, you know, for everything else, and, you know, and you're worried about like, you know, the guy that's, you know, dropping a grand of your taxpayer money at the French laundry and, you know, eating where you're not supposed to eat. And that, you know, I'm like, I don't care what side you're on or what letter is behind your name. Like, it's not cool, you know? And so like, if you take it, yeah, if you take offense to that, you know, see you later, I guess it was never meant to be right. Like, yeah, but we're not, we're not yeah. super in your face. You know, I'm not out there, you know, and this is where, you know, Craig and I were talking, maybe this is where you wanted to go too. is like, I, I'm not because there's so like in our, not just in our, I mean, I, I think it's not just the, I hate to use the word, the D word diversity, right. But there's so much diversity in our area and it's like, it is an absolute um, tightrope sometimes to like walk this line of being able to engage so many different groups and so many different people and so many different cultures and so many different belief systems and so many different politics. Like, I think when you can do that, that's one of the things that people love too, mm -hmm. right? Is that, you know, Craig can make a statement, but they also know Craig's heart. And they also know like, hey, but he's here. And, and you've demonstrated that, you've shown that, you've talked about that. And so then it's like, okay, you know, same with like some other, you know, yeah. things with other crazy protests and whatever that were going on. Yeah, People would almost like, they're posting crazy stuff on social. And I'm like, you're basically talking about me, right? But they're not, they're like, they because we're not in that group because they right. know us, right? right? right. Like right. we're the actual people that they know, yeah. you know, we're the ones that they have relationships with. So it's almost like we're separate, even though we're over here going like, you guys realize that that's me, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, yeah, it's a, it's a fine the, line. Cause I'm like, you know what? I don't want, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to make huge things. You know what I mean? Cause like, we're not going to be able to spread the message of fitness and love. And yeah. you know, here's the, this is the beauty of CrossFit. And I think it is more, here's the beauty of CrossFit that I think makes it so, um, in one endearing where people want to keep coming, but also I think provide is going to provide a longevity for us as a, as a business. There are very few places in America today where you can come together as in person um, do something together and enjoy discourse together, uh, honest, open discourse and look people in the eye, shake their hands, know them as a person so that when someone says something that they, that you disagree with, you can, you'll know what type of person they are. And then you can follow up with them in person and say, Hey, did you, were you, did you really mean what you said there? Because that's, this is how I interpreted it. Mm. Whereas versus online where it's just thrown out there, no one really knows the personality of the individual. We judge them by what we see in the picture or in their, especially on Twitter, you just judge them by their words. That guy's a complete fucking asshole. And that's it. Or yeah, their bio. Um, whereas here, what's really cool about CrossFit, again, we're coming together as a community. And it's one of the last places church was... Um, it, it is been on the downside, not on the downside in terms of, or on the downtrend in terms of 
uh, in terms of number of participants because the number of churches are declining in this country and less people are going. And, and CrossFit is one of the few places where we can come together as a community. Mm-hmm. There's work, too. People will and work. But work under, is under such, I think, there's you know, such structure. But this is all voluntary, structure too. Yeah, like that, coming that's, to that's the, the difference. This is all voluntary. Yeah, work is like, you need to go. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 I, and, and people here crave it. I yeah. know, Tim, they'll tell you that, too. They, they come here because this is where they have that. That interaction, and then as a result, we can have really good discussion versus, you know, hatred and bigotry and discrimination online. Yeah. Slight change here. So think. So here, because we've talked about this before with all the um, virtual working and stuff, and I work from home stuff. Um, and remember how we talked about like, oh man, like some of these evening classes, like they're like a ghost town, right? Remember when we were talking about that? Yeah, I do. Like six months, a year ago. And it's like, man, and, and we even reduced like our, especially our Friday night class. Like, you know, so our, our 7 PM Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're like, dude, there's like two or two or four people left, you know, that are signed up. So I'm just going to reduce it down. Hey, can you just come at six or come at seven o'clock on Tuesday, Thursday? And, uh, and it's funny because like now the six o'clock, the Monday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like the five and the six p.m., they're filling up. The Tuesday, Thursday, six and seven p.m. sold out, you know. And it's like same with us. I think so. What's happened right now? They're going back to the office, mm-hmm. and now they're out of the house. Before they didn't want to leave the house at, in the yeah. evening. Well, now they have it. They've been gone from the house on their way home, then they'll stop at the gym. And so then it's, it's kind of making a resurgence. That's just kind of anecdotally, you know, sample size of one, but I feel like uh, the classes that used to be like the smallest, like the Tuesday, Thursday, seven o'clock used to be tiny. Like, and, uh, and now it's like a, it's a full class. Maybe they just missed you. <laughs> well, or maybe they don't like me because that's coached by somebody else now. <laughs> Which I'm totally fine with. Enough of I look at it. That's like my kids. I was like, when you beat me, I was like, do you realize I still win? I was like, because that means that I'm a great dad and coach. You know, so like if I've coached, you know, Andrew to be a better coach than me and people like him better, like sweet. I, t- I tell my community, 100%. I set the bar low for my coaches. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to go the other way around yeah, I, know. Set it high. I know i try but... that's why it has you jamie yeah exactly but the but we are seeing that shift too where's yeah. our, our classes now are moving later our 4 30 now are the our 5 5 30 4 30 the biggest classes and then i'd like to see a little bit more hitting more at our two. mornings are blowing Oh, yeah, by the way, that's and so that's blowing inter- inter- interesting, Tim. That's the difference over here is because we it's you know, it's a 45 minute commute into the yeah. city, but five, six, and seven a.m. 20, 22 stacked. It's ridiculous. It's great. It's great. You can imagine coming in at 4 15 in the morning, sitting at the gym, and then you get it all set up. And you're standing there and you turn around, like yeah. Jamie, yeah. you turn around, there's 25 people writing the names on the board. And I turn around, it's like wall to wall barbell people. I was like, <laughs> well, let's get to going. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's hard in the morning, but it's great. Yeah, it's good energy. It helps. It definitely helps. Um, we talked about uh, last week we had on, uh, um, you got Jamie, Jamie, you got about 10, yeah. 10 more minutes. That's all right. So we, we got to. 
yeah, this good one. We'll, we'll wrap it up with this subject because it's a it's a good one. So we had uh, um, someone that drops in. Oh, the drop ins. Yeah. Uh, well, I talked yeah, about. What my, are your stance on drop ins? Well, so I so no. So I, <laughs> oh, do we have how much time do we got? My member, my member was here. Luis Moore was here. <laughs> that he's an adaptive athlete, but he was talking about because he drops in because he travels yeah. around the country. Um, and then I talked about dropping in an avalanche and what the process was like. Yeah. It was really easy. And then I talked to Diablo. We made it difficult during the pandemic just because we, you know, everybody was paranoid. We just we didn't even really have the space for it, too. Well, we did, that's right. That's busy. right. Yeah, because we only had 12 spots in class. Yeah. Then we opened it to 14. So we wanted to really make sure our members were taken care of first. But now we're getting more drop-ins. We had a lady drop in yesterday, by the way. Side note, I don't want to get too far off topic. But she dropped in from Canada. And she's dropped in. And I invited her to be on the podcast. Oh, okay. So she's going to do it next week. Sweet. She's, um, she's just a Canadian CrossFitter. She's, but she travels on business a lot. She's been to 252 different CrossFit gyms. Oh, I'd love to hear that story. And she's, <laughs> she takes notes on them. No. Yeah. Really? Tell her yeah, to bring her notepad. She has a list. I want to hear some. Stuff. Wait, on is that on note paper? Like on paper, she takes notes. Like a like, a, like an old school paperback. Like a like a legal pad. Like no. what are we talking? <laughs> in a notebook? Yes. Not an not an app. Maybe it's not an app. app. She doesn't use she doesn't use an app. Did she take? It could be on her phone. Voice messages, voice notes. No, you're you're an asshole. <laughs> For context, Tim Tim uses a lot of notepads. Notepad. I write a lot down. I got a notepad. <laughs> so so she, but anyway, she um she's been around. So I'm gonna invite her so we can talk about all oh, that. That'd, that'd be really cool. Yeah, what she's seen, what she has. Yeah. To see. Dude, that's gold. Like, yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm getting gold information before CrossFit can get it. <laughs> what a great place to get for them to get data on on CrossFit gyms. Go out to the community and say, hey, anybody visited more than 100 gyms? Call yeah. us. Tell us what your experience was like. This Two, is just, over 200 gyms. 252. We're like, we were like, I think we're like 256. I wonder if yeah. she collected a shirt from each one. Yeah. <laughs> well, she. It's funny because she wanted a shirt. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna give her a shirt. I figured 252 visits. Yeah, she's entitled <laughs> to a shirt, free shirt. <laughs> um, so not 250 so, visits with you. <laughs> Tim's like you buy a shirt. <laughs> Can I buy a shirt off. and get a free drop in? No. CrossFit Palo Alto just moved from like tenth on our list down to like thirtieth or fortieth. Everybody that gave me a free shirt is like twenty nine and above. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I know I commented that you know that Luis's comment was, "Hey, I wish CrossFit gyms like made it uh, like had were uniform." And this is what drove Tim crazy in his comments on the post. We're uniform about where they put the class schedule, what the workout of the day is, how to sign up, all that stuff. So it's really easy to follow. And I was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I need to do a better job putting it up there. I didn't say that, Tim, that it every CrossFit affiliate had needed to have the same thing on their website. You didn't, but he did. Yeah, he did. He yeah. just wanted to you see didn't. or some kind of uh, emblem you, on like what kind of equipment was being used. How, how hard is it to do drop-ins at your gym? For us? For, I don't think it's very hard. You, it, there's a, a thing on the website that says drop in. Okay. You go there, you fill out a little thing. I'm going to, I know if you've gone to that page and filled it out, you're trying to drop in. So I will send you then a visitor response email. Right. And it says, Hey, where do you go? What's your gym? What, uh, you know, how long have you done it? And, um, you know, 
this is the drop-in process, right? Go to this link, you know, email me back, tell me when you want to come and, uh, and fill out this link, okay, you know, so to pay. So, no, so, no same day drop-ins though. Like, sure. I'm, I'm coming in an hour. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. I mean, cause unless I can get to it. Yeah. Cause then it, then it comes back down to your community. Right. Well, cool well, here's the other thing. So, so for you, it's, it's the ones that drive me nuts. I had some on the weekend they just show up. Oh yep. yeah. We get those every yep. once in a while. And now at least they had, they were before the class started. So I could like text them a link, but I was like, but I got to go through the questions. I'm like, what, did, what gym do you go to? Yeah. Or how long, you know? I'm like, okay, cool. So you, because, but, but it also filters them out because they're going to, I send them that link. I send them the email and I'm like, you know, Hey, this is for members, whatever. And da, 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 da. You know, you got to be an active member at a CrossFit gym. It's just a, the minimal filter. Right. And it's like, cause in other words, somebody's going to think like, well, I don't want to do the intro. I don't want to do any of this. I just want to come and work out. I just want to come yes. and do your thing. Yeah. You're know, like, we get we, so it, within the CrossFit world, you'll get people that want that just assume it's like every other yeah. boutique fitness program. I've done archery, I've done F45, I've lifted weights before. I don't, yeah. need, I don't need to be, and, and then and they'll lie. People, yeah, will, oh, oh, yeah. we, we, oh, yeah. you know, out of five people, you're gonna get one to two liars. My cue is like, hey, what's your snatch? Yes, <laughs> if they can't answer that, sorry, man. Right. If they say XFit in the email. You know that they don't go to CrossFit. There's literally, and, and that's the thing, by it's the way. Anybody that's trying to to get into a CrossFit gym with no experience doesn't have experience. They know, like within like one minute. You first of all, when you walk through the door, usually, yeah, because a CrossFitter walks what through the door. Shoes you got on? What shoes they got on? <laughs> if they come through the door with like a towel, a white towel around their shoulders, yeah. oh no, okay. All right. This, you know. But if they come in with like a bag, a rogue bag, yeah, or something a rogue like bag, that, yeah, okay. a rogue jump rope, wraps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and Metcons or or a Nanos. Yeah. Or you know, even I'll even now that that expands like if two IR shoes, yeah. right, or flat wow. shoes. All okay. All right. Yeah. This person maybe, and then we'll ask like one or two just questions. Yeah. And you cannot. And you can easily tell it as an experienced crossfitter can easily tell when someone doesn't cross. And the reason why we don't, it's not that we're just trying to be exclusive when we're assholes. It's that we just don't want to have to spend a lot too. of, well, safety. Absolutely. And we don't want to hurt someone. Then that gives us, you know, then they tell 10 people, yeah, I tried yeah. CrossFit. It sucked. I, I got hurt. Yeah. And, uh, and it makes it easier for our coach to execute. But so it's, so you've got the same process, right? And, and I, and I argue the drop-ins and I'm, I'm changing my perspective on drop-ins and we're going to make it a little easier for them to get in because drop-ins when they come for work, yeah, you made a couple of good points of that last week or visiting family, they're yeah. going to, and they have a great experience. They're going to go tell the people, yeah. their family and their workmates that, you know, the experience they had. No, they won't. They could. <laughs> no, they won't. Because guess what? The family, the family that they that they they just came to the gym. They're from Canada. They drop in, and their family's here. And guess what? Their family knows that they do CrossFit. Their family knows that they love it. Their family knows that they're going to come and drop in, and they're going to have a great time. And they're going to say, "Hey, how was your? How was uh, How was the gym?" And they're going to say, "Oh, it was good." You know, you're talking to a teenager, right? Oh, it was good. Oh, did you did did you guys have a good workout? Oh, it was fine. Right. Yeah, that's that's a, it. That's so it's like, you know, <laughs> there's okay, a so here's the story. Okay. Cause here's the, here's the, here's the work thing. Buzz killed demo. He's right now <laughs> working really hard 
on not being invited back to the podcast. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Tim. <laughs> Remember that show, Point Counterpoint? Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm with you. Like it, it sounds, uh, it sounds right. reasonable. Yeah. Okay. But here's here's the personal. But then there's the actual experience. Okay. Because that this is how it went down. I love that. It was fine. It could also go this the opposite way. It's like, dude, it was great. You got to go to it. And their parents, well, their family's like, dude, that's enough. Right, I've heard it enough. Yeah. That's like I could never do that. That's too intense. <laughs> They, they, they already see your Facebook post and think you're crazy. So, like, <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. There's a bunch of crazy people in in Pleasant Hill. No, okay, more of more of you. Great. <laughs> now I know where to avoid. Uh, you know, don't take the vaccine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, God. So here, this happened to us a couple years ago. Guy, you know, sends me an email. Is going through the drop-in process. And it and it we used to have a different type of form that would say on there like hey what gym do you go to whatever right and he listed some gym or something like that and I I was I respond back I was like hey you know like thanks for looking us up um, our drop ins are for members of CrossFit affiliates you know and that are visiting from out of town blah 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 right and so I kind of give him the, the 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 gentle stiff arm right and just like you know or the Jedi like this is not the gym for you. Right. And uh, and he comes back to me like, well, you know, like we do basically the same things. And da, 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 da. And, and then he went on and on about like, you know, how, you know, well, I come here, I, I, I work at VMware and I'm in town a lot. And, if, you know, if I was the there's 500 people that work in this office. And if I was to tell my my coworkers like that, I found this great gym. I'm like, first of all, you're not going to do that. Second of all. Um, I said, so that what I actually responded with was that he went on and on and talked about how it's like a, you know, a good business decision and all this kind of stuff. And I told him, I said, you know what, since you told me a whole bunch, I was like, I'll give you the same response. You a whole bunch. I was like, so here you go. Um, what you can tell your people that you work with, you go and tell them that you found a gym that cares about its members that are there every day so much that they would bypass and not accept an easy $25 from a stranger in order to be able to continue to focus on them that show up every day and have been here for three years. And I said, you tell them that. It's a great way to flip the script. And he's like, and of course I never, oh, and the gym, I said, the gym that you said you went to on their website, because of course we all do the research, you know, some yeah, call it cyber stalking, some yeah, call yeah. it research, but, uh, you know, it says on there, we do not do CrossFit. Okay. Cause they just wanted to get the name CrossFit onto their, you know, meta terms, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, they say it. I was like, you don't do CrossFit. Your gym says you don't do CrossFit. So don't try to tell me like, oh, I can come handle a CrossFit class. No, you can't because you don't do it. <laughs> so I told him that. But I, then, I, but then of course, what I do kind of like I'm, with the email, now I'm just doing it to everyone. But I would I said it to like multiple classes and I share this story. And one of the guys in the class goes, if someone ever told me that, he's like, I would sign up for that gym immediately. He's like, I was like, I'll take that. But he's not going to share it. So I appreciate that you want to do that or that's the idea, but okay. Uh, how about this? How many people signed up from your uh, swim sponsorship or the scoreboard thing? 
That's like a quite good question. So look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up like, oh, what do you got to say with this one? It's I'm 11 curious. o'clock. Jamie's got to go. <laughs> Jamie, don't you got to go? You know what's so funny about that is my because the swim team came back to us again this year. Hey, okay. you guys want to sponsor you? Yvonne is like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard deal. And it's, and it's, again, they know. It, Tim's got a good point. They know yeah. we're here. They yeah. know what we do. Yeah. And when they're ready, they'll come to us. Mm-hmm. When they're ready, they're come to us. But it is good for them to know that we take good care of our customers. I love that same. I'm going to actually, that's probably going to be a clip that we're going to put on social media later today of Tim talking about <laughs> how he, how much he cares for his members so much that he'll bypass a $25 drop-in it's, fee. It's great. No, when you bring someone into the gym, like if you, if we have a full class and you bring someone, like especially in the morning, we brought someone in at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. that didn't know. If, if, if you were over there coaching that individual, showing them how to do the bar path with a PVC, if you immediately looked up, especially 5 and 6 a.m. when they know their shit, if I looked up as a coach while I was coaching, everybody would be looking at me just like, really, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> and then you're all of a sudden, class is over spending, at seven ten. You're spending all this time with this one individual who doesn't know how to do this. They would be so annoyed. Well, and I, I told one guy we were setting up for pull ups, and he clearly didn't know. I asked him, I was like, "Here's a drop in." I'm like, "Hey, you know what do you usually do for pull ups? Can you do you know pull ups?" He's like, "Yeah, I can do pull ups." I was like, "Do you use a band?" He's like, "No." He's like, I, "I'll I'll I'll be all right." And so already I know, like, he doesn't know. And I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "Well, just show me," because I make everybody show. Up. All right, even yeah. our members. I'm like, "Hey, yeah. show me what we're working with." All right, like one as part of a warm up, demonstrate to me that you know what you're doing, and mm-hmm. let's see this level of you know exertion. And he was looking around trying to figure out how to put the band on. So he didn't know Then he kind of does it. I kind of do it for him a little bit. I was like, okay, show me what you're doing. And he goes to like put his knee in it. Right. And, but he didn't really know. And I was like, I go, you lied to me. Right. And I said, it's in front of class put him on blast in front of everybody. Oh, hell yeah. Cause I was like, he goes, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll figure it out. And I'm like, no, I was like, you don't seem to understand. I am now responsible for you. Yeah. Like you, like you're here and if you get hurt, it's on me because mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, he didn't, you know, even though the entire class is hearing me, you know, have to deal with you. Now I'm stuck with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, yeah, and that's yeah. not cool. I was like, don't do that. You know, and he was like, oh, you know, but no, I don't I don't have a problem. Or I'll tell people like they say they've done CrossFit for however long and they don't know how to do a snatch or something. I'm like, yeah. Wait, what? You guys don't you guys don't you do whatever kind of kettlebell swing or kettlebell cleans or something? I'm like, and I'll tell them I'm like, your gym's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I go straight Freddie Camacho. That's straight out of Freddie Camacho right there. When he would say he, he would talk about drop-ins, he's like, Your gym lets you squat like that? <laughs> what, you don't have to squat all the way down at your gym? Oh my, that's awesome. All these are great, actually. These are yeah. great uh uh, tips for me for next time I'm coaching. I was gonna say you're making bullet oh, points yeah. over there. Oh, go, oh yeah. <laughs> Are you writing them on paper or on your uh, <laughs> phone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. At least you're consistent. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got to jump because Jamie's got to go. Um, hilarious discussion i like it's good leaving people wanting more so this was a this is pretty damn funny and and great conversation as well so tim thanks for coming on oh my pleasure uh thanks for letting me uh test this out and uh you know i'm just gonna get you set up with a headset 
Happy to contribute. <sighs> Slow down. I'm a simple caveman. One step at a time. I, I do not understand these <laughs> modern ways. All right, dude. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Yeah, cheers, man. We done. <laughs>